Hi, this is Brian of the 2022 Mega Bowl Champion Skybusters, and you are listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with Josh and Gar. It is Saturday, December 2nd, 2023, 8.07 a.m. We're just a wee bit behind. But hello, everybody, and welcome to the 170th edition of the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I am one of your lovely hostess, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by your other lovely hostess, the Josh and Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Shoo! been so long since i've heard a good shoey uh <coughs> we appreciate people that chat with us in our discord including alan walters who i can see right now just looking at the most recent chats we appreciate people who check out the segment start times down in the description below we appreciate at levi Oki illustration for all the beautiful art people can see so go check him out on instagram and we appreciate uh how josh is doing this morning josh how are you doing so i can fully appreciate it terribly you appreciate that Oh wow. no, Josh! No, I'm I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing. How are you, Gar? I'm doing okay. Uh, I saw I saw in the greasy fucks that you got. Uh, looks like you got some of your gear that you were ta- alluding to. I believe I don't know if it was Tuesday or Friday, uh, but you had done some shopping, and it uh, looks like some of your items have come in. Are you ready to go back to the '90s, dude? Yeah. Yep, and see those pants, those those joggers. They're not the fabric isn't necessarily what I expected it, but it's not bad. But that jacket is a hefty, durable thing. Like it's not. I expected it to be one of those like cool summer evenings, super light like, windbreaker. Yeah, warm spring kind of thing, early fall. But no, that thing could probably be worn. That's a not ski as a jacket. winter jacket. Oh. Yeah, it could be. Like if you have layers, definitely it could be used as a ski jacket. Then there's a little zipper on the neck that has a hood in it. So if it gets rainy, you could pop wow. that hood out. Yeah. Yep. Nope. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that purchase. I could see I told Nikita, I was like, I could see why they charge a hundred dollars for this regularly. I'm happy I got it for forty. Not bad for a white guy, Josh. Look at you go. I am a white guy. But the pants, you know, with the paint sploosh across it. Mm-hmm. Um that's one of them i should find a link to send you the ones that i really wanted but they sold out almost immediately um but it it is like a it is a straight to the 90s kind of zuba look and oh but uh well we won't spend too much time talking about that God, how are you doing i mean what are you I, doing i love people listening to i love listening to people talk about things they're excited about they're passionate about josh you're clearly excited about your chubby's fashion so I'll, i could listen to that all day um yeah, I don't know. I haven't had nearly nearly as many exciting things happen, I don't think, since our last show. I uh, All right, Josh. I'll give you I'll just 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 say yes or no. There's there's something cool that's brewing, and there's always a chance that you talk about it too soon and you jinx it, but there's also, you know, there's also appreciating the ride and being hopeful and being joyful. So what do you think? Without knowing any context at all, would, do you think I should mention the cool thing, or do you think I should let it brew for just a little bit longer? Go for it. Let us be excited with you. Oh, God. Okay, well, at the risk of jinxing everything, I had what I would call a pretty promising date on Wednesday. So, Gar? We've already, uh, Gar, we've, we've already discussed I, our next I, couple I, days I'm happy I said yes. I want to I go on this ride with you. Um... Can I be the best man? 
I mean, to to be to be completely vulnerable and genuine, I've never, you know, I, oh, I've thought about who I would pick my best man plenty of times, and I'm not sure who I'd pick. So you can certainly be in the running, Josh. It's between you, Brad, Jesse, um, maybe a, another person ranch. or two. Yeah, I was literally going to say ranch as well because uh, yeah, I mean, ranch I wasn't even joking when I said it. No, me, neither was I. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> a little too early for that, of course, but. It, uh, yeah, so sometimes it just feels different, you know, like I, when I first moved back in, in the spring, um, I had gone on a handful of first dates, maybe like, I don't know, four or five first dates, one, only one second date. And they were just kind of all like meh, but this one was a little different. So we'll see. Oh, and, she, and she's already, she listened to our Thanksgiving special of the podcast and she thought it was funny that we were ranking food and comparing them to football players. So. That's good. That's it, good. She appreciated your creativity. Um, but I am done speaking about it there because I'm not going to jinx it too bad, but we will see where life takes us. All right. Um, uh, Josh, you ready to get into the start sit here, fam? Uh, yeah. Okay. Before, Last week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, before we even start, Josh, I just want to say there's a lot on the line for the people. For those who don't know, Josh, um, we're, oh my God, where did it, do, all right, well, I fucking ruined everything. Here we go. For those who don't know, Josh, I always love to do a Hunger Games bit for the playoffs here in fantasy, and uh, they're coming. So you got to make the right start sits, otherwise you're going to be out. How did we do last yeah. week, Josh? Uh, last week, um, I'm, I'm hoping your guys' seasons aren't going like this. But uh, last year, you or last week, you went one out of five. Walters, you went three out of five, and I led the pack with four out of five. Probably the first week I ever led. I came in but, last. Uh, Fuck. Yep. Yep. And so the point differential: Agar negative twenty one point seven five. Walters negative fourteen point three five. Josh nineteen point oh five. Positive. Bringing garlic to an overall 23 out of 55 for negative 23.75. Josh is 18 out of 55 with a negative 9.6. And the Walt is 12 out of 30 with a positive 33.9. I will say that uh, if Mixon or if Bijan had one of his normal weeks and not an exploding week, um, I would have had a much higher positive number because Pacheco over Mix. You guys had Mixon. I had Pacheco. And Pacheco had 26, Bajan had 27, so I didn't net any points, and you guys only got the minus from whatever Pacheco had. So, um, yeah. But moving Baby. on, moving on to this week's start sits, uh, courtesy of the non narful uh, which would be just mine and garlic. The gar- garful? Yeah, the Garful. Um, you're the Gar, and I'm the full. Bingo. Um, and so moving on to that, uh, since Narfil didn't uh, decide, it's their bye week, I think. Um, Garlic and I just scrambled together and hopefully picked players that are actually playing this week. Um, and we're going to start off with some quarterbacks per use. We've got Matty Staff versus Cleve, Derek Carr versus Detroit, and Kenny Pickett Fence versus Arizona. Gar. Yeah. Well, see, this one was a real one for me because um, as the as I as I've been blessed in fantasy to ride the Josh Allen trade in the Hidden Oaks League for this long, he's finally on his bye week. So this was what the uh, the waiver wire was before me. Matty Stafford is who I've picked up, but Derek Carr was an option. Kenny Pickett is still an option. Um, I don't need to win these games anymore, but you know who doesn't like winning and getting points for and all those things. Um, but Matty Stafford, um, he you know he. he 
He's kind of surprised some people this season, but he hasn't had any really boom games. In fact, he had never surpassed 20 fantasy points until just last week when they played Arizona. Arizona, of course, one of the worst teams in the NFL, but it was a division game for them, and Matty Stafford got 20 points for the first time this season. They are, unfortunately, playing um, Cleveland this week. Of course, Cleveland's defense is still good, but they're starting Joe Flacco at quarterback, so it's really tough tough to say what's going to happen. Uh, the Rams are at home, so that's a plus. Matty Stafford had four touchdowns last week. Can he do that again? It's hard to say. Derek Carr last week um, only put up basically 11 points, had no touchdowns and a pick. Um, he was 24 for 38 for 304 yards, so that's decent, but no touchdowns is going to nuke a QB's performance. This week they're playing Detroit, like you said, which should be a high-flying affair, and it's in the Superdome, so who knows. And then Kenny Pickett, he's quarterback number 27 on the year. Not very inspiring, and that's why he's still on the waiver wire after all this time. Um, he has not gotten 20 points all season long. They're playing Arizona, though, and that, again, is one of the worst teams in the league. So if there's a, if there was a week for Kenny Pickett to have a 20-point performance, it could be this. Um, I was going for an I-don't-really-care play, so I took Manny Stafford against Cleveland. Um, but if I really wanted to roll the dice, I think Derek Carr and Kenny Pickett could be good options. Um, so for this Narful game that doesn't, or the Garful game that doesn't actually matter. I'll roll with, um, I'll roll with Kenny Pickett just for the spice. They're playing Arizona. Um, I think if there's any week that the maybe they open up that offense, it'll be this week. So I'll take Kenny Pickett. See, I'm gonna. I was leaning Kenny Pickett as well because this last week was their first game over 400 offensive yards in three got, seasons or whatever. Yeah, because they finally because got rid of, of that fucking abomination Canada dude. Just like I wish we could yeah. do in real life. Yep. No, I know. I've trust me. Every time I go to the the North Shore, the northern border, I pull out my shovel and I start digging and try and hit water so we could just push that country away. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm going with Kenny Pickett, and um, like you said, Arizona's defense is is about as intimidating as a marshmallow. Um, and so um, with him having that, or with them having that offensive surge last week. Um, hopefully finding a little bit of a groove in that game. Uh, Deontay Johnson may actually try to fall on a fumble this week. Um, and so I'm going to go with the picket fence. All right. And we move on to Walters. Walters, before you start speaking, just remember what's on the line here. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? What do you got, sir? I'm going to go with the... Kenny Pickett versus Arizona. God, fuck best matchup. Damn. You guys stink. It's the best matchup. Can I change to Derek Carr? I don't care. Yeah, I'm changing to Derek Carr. Just I want I want to be different. I want I want there I want there to be some juice on the line. All right, Josh, we'll move on here to the running back position, and also shout out to your wife. I meant to shout her out earlier, but you were in the middle of a spiel. Um, she is currently listening live. Hello, good morning, Nikita. Um, back to the running back position. We have Mr. DeAndre Swift running back for the Philadelphia Eagles playing versus San Francisco this week. We have Devon Achan. He is a running back for the Miami Dolphins who are in the hard knocks in season right now. Two episodes in, and it is amazing. Go back and get your HBO subscriptions to watch Mike McDaniel. They are playing at Washington. And then we have the Najee Taj Mahal Harris playing uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Arizona Cardinals, as we spoke about a moment ago. Josh, if you had to pick between Swift, A-Chan, or the Naj Dog, who you taking and why? 
Well, Swift going up against San Fran's defense, and Swift has kind of been pedestrian in the past few weeks. Um, kind of wishy-washy on that. Devon Achan has that injury. Um, he only played a couple, like a couple series or a couple plays last or two weeks ago. Then he was out last week, so hopefully that extra time gave him some time to rest up. Washington's defense—they traded away their best players um, at the deadline. And then Naj, he's you know they're going up against Arizona's defense. We mentioned that um, Naj has had a couple good weeks in a row. Um, him and Jalen Warren, I. Th- Basically on a 50-50 split from what it seems like, but and they're both Naj's producing. been better, I think, technically. Been, yeah, they've been doing better, or he's been doing better, but yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Devon Achan, just because he's got that uh, boomer, boom-boom potential. Um, that offense is high-flying, he's electric, um, and why not? I feel it. Um, I think Devon obviously has the highest ceiling. He put up almost 50 points versus Denver. Uh, 50 fantasy points that is that's insane in half point ppr um so certainly it's possible last week or not last week but two weeks ago when he tried to come back versus vegas he only had four carries for one yard um and then one target for one reception and four yards so a very depressing performance. He got injured again, unfortunately, for him. Um, I'm going to go with the Naj Dog. I think he's going to be the most reliable. Um, last week, he got uh, 99 yards and a tud. 6.6 yards per carry playing against Cincinnati. And their defense is actually decent. I know they're playing, what's his fucking name, uh, Jake Browning or something at quarterback. I forget. But uh, playing Arizona, I like Naj Dog. I'm running with Naj Dog. Walters, Swift, Achan, or Harris? I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. Oh, we all got someone different. That's my favorite when we do that shit. All right. Um, who the fuck is J- <laughs> Josh? Are you drunk? I, Nikita, do you I'm put dyslexic. Bailey's in his coffee? Oh, my God. You're not I don't dyslexic. Drink coffee. Uh, well, I don't know. You're intoxicated, clearly. All right, Josh, who's next? Next, we've got pass catchers in the wide receiver position. Okay. Um, we've got the judge, Judy himself at Houston. Um, hopefully he's dancing behind Steve Smith. Uh, Dobbs versus Kansas City. Go Paco. And then Georgie Pickens. I think we have a trend here on players um, for the Steelers and Arizona game. So good for us. Um, and so, Gar, who you got? Um, well, kind of when you're putting this list together, if you would have put Sutton up here instead of Judy, I would have had a much harder time deciding because Judy has been booty this year. He's wide receiver 55. Um, the last time he hit double digit points was in week eight versus Kansas City. He put up 12 and that's his highest score of the entire fantasy season. Um, Judy's out automatically for me. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, he's wide receiver number 35. So uh, the bottom end of wide receiver three territory. Um, he's had a better season definitely hit and miss um he's been riding my bench all year in the fucking uh redraft league and i i think i've started him maybe once and it was one of his bad weeks and i haven't started him since um this week though i might have to because they're playing kc uh trent mcduffie and kc is a great a great cornerback i don't believe he's one to follow one around i believe he just stays on his side of the fields but i imagine christian watson will get more of his attention than not um and then George Pickens playing Arizona. If I had kept Kenny Pickett earlier, not switched to Derek Carr, maybe I'd want that stack for this uh, Garful destruction. But I'll go with Dubs this week. They're playing KC. We know Jordan Love has been uh, lighting it up lately. We know they're going to have to continue to do so if they want even a, um, a Snowflake's chance in hell of beating KC. So, Josh, I'll ride with Dubs, hoping that offense can do some things this week. 
Who do you like? I'm going to go with Pickens. Um, we've talked about that defense. We've talked about the high, the offensive surge last week. Um, so I'm going to ride with the ride with the Steelers on that. Um, I think it would have been funny if you went with Pickett as well for the quarterbacks, because then you'd have only picked Steelers so far and Mika or not Mika. Eric's would probably just be, you know, dude, Eric's midnight. is dead. I actually, he might be. I, is he actually? No, yeah, he, he might no, be. he's just made a transaction in the guillotine league not that long ago, but he has been so was it quiet. Him, Who's to say? It was his game. Um, and so, yeah, um, Pickens had a big catch last week. Um, he didn't do a whole lot. Um, maybe Deontay Johnson gets a little bit of a punishment for that just embarrassing effort on that one play. Um, and obviously his attitude is apparently it's, it's not where it needs to be. Um, and so hopefully uh, that just leads to more Pickens play. Um, but yeah, that's who I'm going with. All right, Walters, Judy, Dubs, or Pickens? I'm going to go Dubs wrong. as well. <laughs> oh, you just picked the Packer, Josh. You're going to wrong him? Well, Dubs isn't even the wide receiver, too, in Green Bay. That's Jaden Reed. Yeah, imagine trading Jaden Reed away for a second earlier this year. No, that's season. Christian Watson. Oh, Jaden Reed's number one? Hell yeah, brother. Well, imagine, imagine being silly enough to trade him away for a second earlier this year. Um... All right, Josh, we'll move on to the tight end position. I wish I had those uh, those V-Pod, uh, you know, nice sounders. He's got a, a nice ass, nice tight end, whatever it was. Um, but that podcast is long gone in its f- true form. Uh, we have Mr. Friar Muth, another Steeler. Uh, a lot of Steelers in the options this week. When you play the worst defense, people are going to want to, you know, potentially start saying in fantasy. Uh, he just got off injury, and he had a good week last week playing versus Arizona. We have the Jacksonville Jaguar, Evan Ingram, playing against the former shell of Cincinnati. And then we have the Trey McBride for the Arizona Cardinals playing at Pittsburgh. So we've got a Cardinal in here to try and uh, try and counteract all the Steelers we're putting in. Josh, if you had to go with Muth, Ingram, or McBride, who are you riding with and why? I'm going to go with Ingram on this one. Uh, Muth, I think, is, I mean, it's a, you know, it's between Muth and Ingram for me. Um, I do think that um, they both have the opportunity to put up d- double digit fantasy points. Ingram gets a lot of targets. Muth got a lot of targets last week. Um, but that game with Arizona, I think it might be on the ground a little bit more um, just because of um, that Arizona defense and and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Ingram in this one. All right. Ingram, tight end 12 on the year. Um, so just the bottom end of what should be started in most 12-men leagues. Um, put up 7.5 last week. Trey McBride put up 9.5 last week. Nine targets, seven receptions. His targets have been pretty good uh, since Murray is back. Of course, Frymuth did have the best week last week of the three, as you alluded to. Of course, he's tied in 30. He's been injured for one, two, three, four, five. Uh, injured for five weeks. Um, out for five weeks. 11 targets. Nine receptions, 120 yards, didn't even get a tud. Um, I'm rocking with the Muth. There's no reason for me to not to in my mind, and uh, I'm sticking with the Muth. The Muth is Luth. Mm-hmm. All right, Walters, do you want Mr. Fryer, Mr. Eng, or Mr. McBee? I'll take Mr. McBee. Oh, okay. We've got another He's one. got a lot of targets. 
I mean, yeah. the last three weeks he's had nine, seven, nine. I mean, that's a, a good amount of targets, and his receptions have been up as well. Seven, five, eight. I, I like McBride. All right, Danny McBride. Have you have either of you guys watched Righteous Gemstones on HBO? No, nope. negative Ghost oh, Rider. Amazing show. HBO. Amazing show. You guys should look into it. Um. All right, Josh. What do we got for the last position here? For the last position, we have flex, and so it's going to be Cortland Suttonly Salad at Houston. <laughs> Zach, what the fuck did you just say? Suttonly Salad. I mean, okay. Move on. Zach Moth at Tennessee or Puke a lot of versus Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, might might be reaching a bit here at the end of the start sit segment, Josh. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got you got to. Do you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take? Um, sometimes you got to throw shit at the wall and see what works. But I think everything, all that posture just fell. Um, all right, Josh. Cortland Sutton is wide receiver 23 on the year. He's had some booms and he's had some busts. He's coming off a softer week. He's almost always in the double digits. But last week he only put up 7.6, six targets for three receptions and 61 yards. Um, he's got a touchdowns more weeks than he's not. So I think he'll bounce back this week against Houston, especially with how that offense has been playing in Houston. They're throwing up points that'll force the denver broncos to throw up points so i like sutton this week but let's check out the other two candidates first zach moss uh it looks like jonathan taylor is going to be out again he got he's getting thumb surgery or th- something and uh, some of zach moss's performances when jt was out he put up 18 he put up 21 he put up nine he put up 32 um so this guy was an absolute baller when he was the bell cow. Zach Moss would absolutely be considered. The only thing against Zach Moss this week is that they're playing Tennessee at home. I know Tennessee only has four wins this year, but all four of their wins are at home, and all of their losses are in away games. I, be- I believe that's true. I'm not 100%, but I believe they've played a lot of their away games early, and they've lost most of them. But Tennessee has been pretty good at home. So that's the only knock against Zach Moss, who's going into Tennessee. And then Puka Nakua, he's wide receiver 10 on the year, still being carried by his earlier in the year performance he did put up 16 um two weeks ago against seattle but three of his last four games have been less than six fantasy points and half point ppr playing cleveland that's a pretty good defense i don't know if i like him this week um between these three i'm looking for the ceiling i'm looking for that huge boom performance give me feed me zach moss though it was closer than people might think with Cortland sutton in second but i want moss this week josh who do you like I'm gonna go with Zach Moss as well. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm following you on that. Cortland no, Sutton. I think Houston's defense is pretty solid. Um, that game, I think, is going to be a high flying. But if if I were to rank them, I'd go Zach Moss, Cortland Sutton, Puka. Okay, Walters. Yeah, it's Zach Moss. I mean, okay. he, it's just a volume thing. No, I think that makes sense. I mean, I think uh... we'll turn your volume down then. No, dude, I want that volume up. Um, too bad I traded away Zach Moss to fucking Jack earlier this year. To Jack Moss. Um, all right, that's the start set. I do not have a bonus one this week, so we we'll move on here, Josh. I don't know if that's updated. Um, is that who? Is that who the? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, I have mine. Mine's updated because I'm a good. I'm a good legally scholar. I'm a good. Uh, 
uh, podcast says in here. We move on to the FanDuel bust of the week, Josh. And this one does not give me any pride. This man has been in my lineup. So there's what? There's, we've set 12 FanDuel lineups so far this year. Uh, he's been injured a couple weeks. So, you know, the, the, the ceiling is lower. But let's say Tank Dell has played 9, 10 weeks this year. He's been in my lineup for 7 or 8 of those. Okay, I love Tank Dell. But he's, he's a little banged up. I think Noah Brown's going to be back. I think they might play just a little bit soft. And that Denver defense is actually kind low-key good. Um, you know, with Patrick Sertain out there. So Tank Dell at 82 Hunch. I... I'm calling him a bust this week. You know, I love Tank Dell again. He he's the reason I'm currently in first place in the FanDuel Hood Pod play along. So I I owe everything to Tank Dell. I think he's a bust this week, and so I'm just just playing with caution. That's all I have to say. Now the question is 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 he still in your lineup? Um, I mean I haven't said it yet. I always said it Sunday at like 11:30 because I, I just want the latest news and I want to know if any backups are playing to take advantage of their cheaper prices and things like that. But um, there's a chance he's still in my lineup. I'll just have to at 82 hunch though. Like he Tank Dell was in my lineup for so long because he was like you know 6,000, 6,700, 7,500. 7, now now he's priced appropriately at 82 hunch. It's like the value is just less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's my fan um, bust of the week. Oh, Josh, you have one? You've been, you've been peeking here? Yeah, I'm looking at my what I currently have. Um, and so uh, here, let me just vamp a little bit and talk randomly about things that maybe don't matter. But uh, Jonathan Taylor's 8,800 and he's not playing. He's going to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go on and say that my bust of the week is. Um, Keenan Allen, he's dealing with a quadricep injury. He's going up against New England's defense, um, who is not necessarily the best this season because of all the injuries, but he's $9,000 on FanDuel um, in a game that is most likely going to be a blowout early. At least it should be, but it's the Chargers, so they may charge her. Um, and so $9,000 doesn't give me any comfies in my tum-tum um, for starting Keenan Allen. Sure, I feel like obviously you know he's not a true bust if he doesn't play, um, but yeah, he's not, he, he's definitely not practiced twice this week. I don't I don't remember the the Friday report off the top of my head, um, but he's got just quietly been injured this week, so I think that's definitely someone to keep for people to keep an eye on. If nothing else, that's a good call out. Um, he limited practice on Friday. Okay, there we go. So he didn't practice twice or three times, depending on the practice schedule, and then he was limited on Friday. Um, we'll move on here, Josh. We got just a couple men's. I know fan or uh, NFL this week doesn't really matter because the Vikings aren't playing. The whole NFL should just take the week off. But since everyone else is still playing for didn't some the reason, take last week off. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but uh, a, a couple games here I'm excited about, and then we'll give Josh a chance to maybe look at the the schedule and see if there's anything he likes or any fantasy matchups he's excited about. But I actually we've talked about a lot that Denver Houston game I think is actually a pretty interesting game. Um, you know, it's kind of a good litmus test for both teams. Houston um, has kind of been the tallest midget. People weren't expecting big things, and they've certainly overperformed most people's expectations for them this year. Um, Detroit, New Orleans is good and also has playoff implications up the yin-yang. Um, what's one more I'm excited about? How many points can Miami score on Washington? That should be pretty incredible. 
Philly San Fran, a potential preview of the NFC Championship game. At least, you know, what I think in my mind is a good chance that that's the NFC Championship game, San Fran and Philly. So uh, good and important to take notes there. And then, of course, Josh, I'm sure you'll talk about this one. Sunday night, KC Green Bay. I know we've been hot on Green Bay lately. I know Jordan Love and uh, Jaden Reed and company, they've really come into their own last couple of weeks. Defense has been playing good. Offense has been hitting on most cylinders, if not all cylinders. Of course, KC, they're the, they're the current dynasty. They've got two bowls. They're looking to take a couple more. Josh, what are the chances Green Bay wins this game? I, I believe it's in Green Bay or is it in KC? I can't. I, I always get it wrong on sleeper. Um, it's in Green Bay. Um, okay, I do think good. that the chances are low. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the injury report, but uh, it's one of those ones where you just got to keep scrolling to get to the bottom for Green Bay. Um, they're missing a lot of people. Not using that as an excuse, but there's a lot of injuries and um, people who are doubtful to play. And and so it, it's just it's kind of like the uh, Detroit game last week. I'm going in with no expectations, and I'm going to be satisfied if they put up a fight. Um, and so I just want to see, um, a little bit of advancement with that offensive line. Um, they've been playing well. They, they held Detroit in check. Um, I wanted to make, see Jordan Love make the right decisions and not necessarily, um, come out like, uh, um, and try and play hero ball, trying to force the ball into positions he can't. Um, I want to see if Jaden Reed can continue his hot streak of, um, touchdowns and performance. And I want Christian Watson to get involved like he did last week. Um, so that's one of the games I'm obviously excited about coming in. It's a Sunday night game. So obviously we get the, uh, I think we get the Collinsworth um, crew um, talking about Patrick Mahomes for 59 out of the 60 game minutes. Um, you know, the Philly San Fran game I'm looking forward to. Um, there's not a lot of games where it's like two teams with winning records. I think that one and then the Broncos Texans are going to, is the other one. Um and so that's kind of an interesting kind of how it kind of shook up because um, those, yeah, those are the only two games with both teams having winning records. Um, San Fran and Philly? And San Fran, Philly, and then Broncos, Texans. Oh, okay. um, and so that game, I think, is going to be a good one to watch. And those three games are the ones that I'm excited for. Okay. And then Monday night's game should be okay with Bengals, Jaguars. Browning hasn't um, shown that he's awful so all right walters i'll give you just 30 seconds anything you're excited looking forward to maybe it's one of your fancy matchups maybe it's a real nfl game um anything you're excited about this week 13 sunday night football i think it's gonna be a good matchup and we're gonna watch the kansas city chiefs crush the hopes and dreams of packer fans hope what do you mean hope we could still lose this game and take the division. No, uh, in all reality, um, yeah, I'm just happy to be able. To, I got nothing going on this weekend, so it'll be great just to sit down and watch some uh, NFL and uh, watch Red Zone. So I'm excited for just the games this weekend. Okie dokie. Well, we appreciate everyone so much for listening. We love you. We, uh, we'd probably still be here without you, uh, though it wouldn't be as fun for us. We love the fan interaction. Um, but it's a good hobby for us. It keeps Josh and I spry, keeps, uh, keeps our mind flowing. But uh, everything's better with friends. Everything's, you know, the, the, tr- the true podcast is the friends we make along the way, as they say. So uh, we appreciate everyone so much for listening. We love you. We will see you Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. sharp-ish. And, uh, yeah, 
we love you. Good luck. Playoffs are right around the corner. Who knows what's going to happen, but uh, we'll see you there. Bye, everybody. Bye. Go Packers. Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the zombies. Go tuck yourself in. You got it. Oh, oh, I, I gotta get in on this. Gotten dick. Wow. <laughs> That's a low price. No talent ass clown. No, we are not eliminated. I am very calm, but you're and te- we are going to methodically what? come back and win this thing. Big stupid doo-doo, eh?